Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Welcome to Kid and Tell, a podcast for kids, capital K by idiots, capital I. <laughs> this is our rap party for season three. Yeah! No one can see our arms flailing. But I, oh, yeah. I did implore that we had Kermit the Frog arm flailing. Mm, yes. yes, yes, yes. I am Stuart DC in Vancouver, Canada, and as always, I am joined by the kids slash idiots, Han Seidemann in Prince Rupert, Canada. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a uh, white freezy. <laughs> Jumping the gun on my segments, but Trevor Record. Yeah, Hans, Hans, that, that's going to be a segment. That's going to be a segment. So you got to do another intro, Hans. Have you guys not read the notes? Come whoa, on, whoa, guys. Whoa, whoa. Hans. Hans. Oh, you don't have it titled as a segment, so I didn't fill oh it in. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, my goodness. Okay, start Would you over. Read it again? Call me an idiot again, Stu, I dare you. <laughs> Where should I take it from? Do you want me to do the whole thing? Uh, the, this is uh, just, just intros. I'm Stuart DC. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I am Stuart DC in Vancouver, Canada, and as always, I am joined by my friends, kids, slash, idiots, Hans Seidemann in <laughs> Prince Rupert, Canada. Happy to join my friends, slash, alcoholics. Yeah. Trevor Record, also in Vancouver, Canada. I just gotta go find some paper clips. <laughs> <laughs> and the one, the only, Kalina McCordoff in London, England. Give me a tea, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our rap show. We got through season three. Woo! Woo! We're all obviously having the best year that's ever been had by anyone. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> rules. Yeah, nothing weird has happened. First and foremost, congratulations to all of us for successfully not dying. Yay! Bravo! I always, th- Bravo. <laughs> I always think about this thing where people are like, congratulations on your birthday, and it felt like such a, like, hollow congratulations like yeah you successfully did not keel over for another year but 2020 that actually is kind of a bit of a thing so we did let's it. give ourselves a round of hand big big hands for friendship and drinking and friendship <laughs> so the theme of our rap party today was actual girl drink drunk drinks because the first season we did girl drink drugs which were just any sort of girly drink and this one we had to do recreations of the actual recipes from Girl Drink Drunk, which we saw in episode two of this season. So, kids, what you drinking? Okay, well, you can't get more basic or Girl Drink Drunk than a pina colada, so I've really gone full throttle. I bought myself a ceramic tiki mug. I've got some... I couldn't find maraschini chairs. I had to go with glass cherries. And (laughs) I'm not kidding you. 144 cocktail umbrellas that I'm sure I will not even like get through by the time I'm dead. So I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm for so this. excited for them to scatter through your apartment as time goes on. Oh yeah, Hans, what you drinking? Okay, well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't make one that was from the episode per Boo. se because I'm because I'm lazy. There, there were only. There were only like yeah. three or four that were named, so we were just trying exactly. to you guys, out what you guys claimed the really too. the really obvious ones, but I I definitely am fulfilling the spirit of the girl drink drunk because I am drinking a white freezy, which is a drink I learned about from TikTok. Yeah. Shout out to TikTok, um, <laughs> which will probably be banned by the time this airs. <laughs> it, it needs it needs to be boosted <laughs> yeah. right now. Uh, I really recommend you check it out. Um, anyways, and this white freezy is a mixture of. Um, Raspberry, sourpuss, and banana liqueur, and Sprite with a bendy straw in a globular glass. So it's it feels very of the of the type. I don't think I've ever seen sourpuss here in the UK. I wonder if that's a very North American. Thing. That's because they call it chip chip cheerio or something crazy like that. <laughs> oh, that's the brand. <laughs> they call it a small bed. Trevor, what are you drinking? <laughs> Well, so if you remember Girl Drink Drunk, there's just a point where he has a gold goldfish bowl that's filled with a mysterious blue liquid, which we assume uh-huh. is a blue Hawaii. So I, I've made myself a blue Hawaii. I assume that's what he was drinking. And I put it in a, a cookie jar. I, I, could, I didn't have a goldfish bowl, so cookie jar. And, and yours is extremely it. swampy, too. Yeah, what's for, the ingredients? For what, a, a blue Hawaii is uh, um, pineapple it's juice? very simple. Yeah, very simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First, you take the juice of a pineapple, and yep. uh, yeah, white rum, uh, blue curacao, uh, 
vodka, um, <laughs> Jesus, simple syrup, and uh, I think that's it. In a yeah, cookie jar. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And you, yeah, and you have to you have to use a shaker to mix it up too. And for the listeners at home, all three of you and Ricardo, uh, we have been drinking for about an hour and a half now, and we discovered that as Trevor gets through the fishbowl, he can tip it on its side and it still stays up. Oh, yeah. Which Im- impressed us and made all of our partners very mad. <laughs> We're going to be a handful. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. We started yelling about hallucinogens for a while. That was really good. <laughs> I'm having myself a chocolate choo-choo because I kept saying it on the audio from the episode that has Girl Drink Drunk, and I couldn't get it out of my brain. I wish I had whipped cream for it in the martini glass, but instead I just pounded about five fingers of vodka and put a little Kahlua in for yeah. Is that really all it is? No, it has a little bit of, uh, it says oh. Godiva chocolate liqueur as well, but I wasn't getting that, so I got an artisan uh, oh. whiskey with cocoa nibs from Portland, because I'm a piece of shit, and I had it on hand, and actually it was, it was really tasty. It's basically nice, a modified nice. chocolatini. Hey, listeners, do you have any, do you have any good drink uh, recipes that include that really bullshit cherry uh, moonshine stuff? Because I've got, I've got some of it, and I gotta use it, but I can't. I can't find any drink I like that uses it. So please help me get rid of this stuff. Give, send me your drink recipes. I'm of two minds of this. That One of them is like, I bet you we could make something actually really decent with that. And the other mind is, you just, you got to close your eyes and pinch your nose just, and take your Just <laughs> mix it with some orange juice and off I go, yeah. Oh, dude, I love a screwdriver. Anyway, let's talk about segment one. Highlights of the season. Yay. We Ooh, had yes. a lot of essential kith, and kith sketches this season. Some of which we actually thought had come earlier because we <laughs> yeah. got so excited to watch them ahead of time mm-hmm. and then referred to them before they came out. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what are the things that really stood out to you this morning? Oh my God. Okay. Can I just actually point out that I didn't realize that we were kind of bookended with the same characters in episode one and episode 20. So when I, when I went back to kind of review all of the sketches, you realize chicken lady is hanging out with the bearded lady at the strip club in episode one, Yeah, which we loop back to at the end when bearded lady is getting married and chicken lady has been canoodling or being chased around. We're really not sure what happened. It's both. (laughs) Oh, she's been fucking that husband. Yeah. She's been fucking Bruno. (laughs) We'll drink as much as we want. We're freaks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, and Scott, or, uh, Kevin does that really particular voice for the beard of the It's like, it's very nasally. It's like, we'll drink as much as we yeah, want. Yeah, he reminds me <laughs> of, like, the, the, the jockeys in Simpsons. Yes, yeah. that's oh, exactly what totally it is. the munchkins, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I'm going to just, like, rattle through the ridiculous long list because I know that I can't do this when we get to favorite sketch shows. So there you Kay. go. Okay, so episode one, bam, you get my pen. Episode two, you get girl drink drunk, you get painting with Daryl, mm-hmm. you get clothes make the man. Episode three. Wait, can I interrupt yeah? really quickly? Because who is, do you think is the biggest Daryl fan? Me. Of the four I of us? don't know. I like him. Is it I like you him or Hans? Daryl. He's, he's sort of grown on me ah, too. Ah, we gotcha. I mean, you're more of a Daryl Hans, but I. (laughs) He is a small Dutch boy, to be fair. Only because I I exude pure sexual energy. And you live with your mom. Yeah. Okay. So then (laughs) (laughs) I want Kalina drunk on every episode from this point forward. You have the umbrellas. I do. I have. Listeners, I want you to know I don't live with my mom, but she does live a block away, and and I'm having her over for dinner tomorrow night. And she's got a nightie ready for you right now. <laughs> she did. I do have a quilt on my bed that she made for me. <laughs> that is really charming. Okay. okay. Episode three. Then you get a whole lot of Milka and you get introducing Tammy. Episode four, polite axe murderer. And you know what? Actually, the Oscars really grew on me. That one. You yeah, like the Oscars? Yeah. yeah, it was really Bump. good. Large bump, large bump, large bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just... <laughs> Profiting the bump manufacturers. Um, episode I just, five. I never... just rewatched episode yes. three too, and I didn't realize. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that Scott's wearing uh, a Leonardo Ninja Turtle as a. Oh, cravat. I didn't see that. No. A cravat? <laughs> I did not. It's, realize or it's, that. it's like a like what do you call it? like a bolo tie? But oh, it's that's it's delightful. a bedazzled Leonardo action figure. <laughs> Please good. continue. I'm so sorry. No, that's totally fine. Please interject. Episode five. You get never lie under oath where Dave is doing that thing where he's just like, did you kill him? He's like, no. <laughs> and no. then the judge lets him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Episode six. Mr. District Attorney. <laughs> yeah. Accent teacher, Kevin. Wow, just ripping oh, on everybody. Yeah. Fantastic. 
Episode eight. Oh my god. Terrier song. Yeah. Episode nine. Yeah, street singers. Odeo Noten Day, Odeo Noten Day, Odeo Noten Day. Fattening up our tapeworms. <laughs> That's the line. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, Stereo Bargain, episode 10. Murray, not now, Murray, not now, <laughs> Murray. Murray. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Exhibition Shirling, episode 15. Holy shit. Oh, I don't yeah. even remember that Ooh. at all. Then you get back into Francesca Fiore with Darcy Purnell in episode 17. Darcy Purnell. Mm-hmm. Rod Torfelson's Armada, episode 18. <laughs> and you finish off strong with Spy Models and Francesca Fiore and Bruno Punce Jones. Yeah. Jones. It's a good run. You know, that's I'm glad you went through it sequentially because I definitely just went through it from top to bottom. Or not top to bottom, but like my top <laughs> my top rated working my way down to like anything, Tops and of, bottoms anything of the week. that earned yeah. a B plus or above. And you got pretty much I mean, can we first of all just agree that the the highlights of the whole season are Girl Drink Drunk and Terrier song? I mean, there's you no do, question those are those indispensable. Two are the top. Yeah. I mean they're I think we all agree yeah. those two are in the top, like running for tops all time, right? So yeah. we're lucky yeah. that this one season has both of them. Um, your list is very, very uh, complete, Kalina, but there's a couple that you missed that I want to jump in and add. Um, Weird Since Fired, uh, which is a, uh, it's a fact girl, what which I know some one? of you hate. That is the one where she's like, it's a fact. My uncle's been really weird since he was oh. fired. And then it just uh. cuts to a guy in lingerie saying, Go ahead, laugh at me. <laughs> and he's got like such a what is the exact line? Hold on, give me a Kay. moment here. He says, "Go ahead, laugh, have some fun. I suppose you're ashamed of me." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and he's just wearing lingerie, and then it cuts back to her, and she's like, "I guess everyone processes grief differently," um, which was like Real super lessons. weird. The marriages, which you didn't mention. Please tell me you remember the marriages What's where Dave one? where Dave gets married three times oh, to like yeah. all sorts of awful men and then marries the aunt who's throwing rice at all of her weddings in the end, which was Oh, that was a good I love that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know why I'm s- I'm so lukewarm about it. I don't know why. Oh, loved it. Well, th- th- no, it's it's all just like the payoff because every time that aunt is yeah. just so into throwing yeah. the rice and then then they and get married. Sometimes the love you need is under your nose. <laughs> I, I want to yeah. point out that we're assuming <laughs> that it's an aunt because she has big aunt energy, but uh, yeah. Yeah. but we don't know for a fact she's an aunt. But anyways, marriages she... is great. Uh, mouse obsession, which you also left out of your list, I believe. <laughs> I did um, for a reason. <laughs> ooh, uh, really? I love mouse obsession. No, no, I just find it so weird that like I feel, I, yeah, anyway. Uh, I mean, also executive spank grandfathers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Wait a s- I don't know if that would be on my best of list. I, I mean, I like because it. I just love the idea of spanking grandpas. But anyways, wow. Wow. I thought it was hilarious. Um, another one that you don't appear to have on your list for some reason, but videos slipped my mind is like that's also up there with some of the best all time. Um, that is some peak yeah. Kevin. Very good, oh, Kevin. look, I feel awful. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Yeah. No. So good. I had a thought. Is uh so we know that Kevin and Dave are writing partners. Do you think that's a bit of a Dave impersonation? Oh, interesting. No, no. Uh, in uh, One Dumb Guy, they talk about it, and apparently Kevin just was really bad for borrowing oh. things and then not giving them back, and so that's where the Kevin Kevin, Kevin being Kevin. <laughs> yeah, the Kevin just. <laughs> so that's a side, a dark and then, Kevin. I love that. I love a dark. Kevin Another one yeah. that I love from the season, In Search of Pot, the Bower. Yeah, uh, it's a very good one. In Search I, of okay. Pot. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I also love that one's got hard Scott energy. Oh, mm. very much so. Yeah, and then Spot the God, which was like a very small sketch, but for some reason it just I loved it. Yeah. What? I'm I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. What's 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 the term? Uh, uh fucking idiots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when we recorded that episode too. That I think I had said it was my favorite of the episode. And you all, you all were very upset with me then, but you're still wrong now. No, it's. It's got a good landing. But I'm one thing on that, that I hadn't noticed that I'm thrilled that you pointed out, Kalina, is so I love Tammy and the Queen, which you mentioned as well. And that comes towards the end of the season, I want to say. Like, I didn't. And then. I think it's middle. middle. It's yeah, like, it's but like there's like a middle bit, like, end. I didn't realize yeah. that this. So it's not a favorite sketch of the season, but just this season had the introduction of Tammy. Like that's, that's yeah. just a nice thing about season three is like, that's where you, we get to meet. They Tammy. didn't have Tammy before this season. No, eh? yeah. this wow. is the intro Jeez. to Tammy. Uh, Buddy introduces her in episode three. 
Yeah, oh, and he like yeah. kind of does the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain thing because he doesn't want her to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Segregation. Hibernation. And dance. Guys, I keep spilling girl drink all over my laptop. <laughs> and dance. And, and dance. dance. Anyways, that's, those are my tops. I like that a lot. Noise. Trav, what do you got for us? Okay. Uh, so I think uh, I got, I'm going to have these ranked as well. So like if we're doing five, like five stars, like I'm with Hans, like Terrier song is definitely five out of five. I think Girl Drink Drunk is also five out of five just because we talk about it so True. much and it it's a part of our lives. It's <laughs> just iconic. When we were getting together and well, no, when we were when we were getting together and talking about the skits we remembered, that was the yeah. one that came up before yeah. we did the rewatch. It's such a it's such an old school sketch press yes. too, you know? It's like a man who doesn't drink tries, you know, like fancy tiki drinks and then Well, and we know the story where it was like Kevin's dad was a very abusive alcoholic. He didn't drink until he was 27. I actually just read an interview about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, no, told, yeah. you saw this one too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you sent it. I don't it. know, but tell me. Uh, yeah. but I'm, okay, I'm going to yeah. do it because I, don't, I actually don't have a list. I'm letting you guys talk, so I'm just going to interject with little gems here and there. So Kevin didn't drink. They had a show when they were still touring. He's 27. I don't know if this is when the show was going or if it's... I don't know if this was like before they had the show or if it is like a probably when it was at the Rivoli, but the, the important thing is they were in Alberta and Bruce's family was at it. And Bruce just tanked. And it was like he he does this bit where he's like, you know, we always rely on Bruce. He's such a good performer. And he he just could not get a laugh. He couldn't buy a laugh. And you all everyone's affected by that when you're in a troupe. And so they they go backstage and he was like, Yeah, so that was kind of a hard show. And Bruce is like, Yeah, you guys all fucking sucked. And just like reads them the riot act so not only are they coming off of this show where it didn't really feel like they were locked in and it wasn't getting there and then bruce is like it's all your faults so kevin just you know passive aggressively takes it and mark puts him puts his hand on his shoulder and goes you know what we're gonna go for a drink and the only bar that's open is like a gay bar across from the airport <laughs> at the hotel they're staying at yeah and the first drink he buys him is a margarita and he goes, it's like candy. You'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. And from thence, Girl Drink Drunk, Girl an drink iconic drunk. sketch, one of the best totally. of all time. And here we are, uh, now probably about two hours into getting Girl <laughs> Drink Drunk. I, I'm <laughs> definitely about to go look for some paper clips pretty soon here. <laughs> I've been waiting to stand away from my mic so I can scream. I'm just looking just for paper kidding. clips. But paper <laughs> clips! I'm waiting for the moment to be right. <laughs> so uh, from from those ones are that like the very tippity top for me from this season. Like I, I've got to say, like the other two that like stand out. Um, looking back on them, my pen. Yet again, we we just take on that my pin energy with each other a lot, and I think a lot yep. of the other fans do too. Which my pin, and also. Uh yeah, also King of False Promises. I I just feel off. I'm just really tell you what I'm gonna do. Which is yeah, one of those things where it's like it goes beyond just a sketch, and it's like a lifestyle for us now. It's something we <laughs> say to each other constantly. I feel I feel personally called out by my lack of editing on this. Yeah, one. guys, I feel just off. Tell you what I'll do. I'll edit your episodes. I'll edit my episodes. I'll have the whole season done by this Friday. And then it's just me oh. on a bus to Winnipeg. And then and then yeah, you go on a bus to Winnipeg and get drunk with Julio. Slipped my mind. <laughs> So after that, I, I think uh, we're getting outside of the stuff that really invades the way that we live our <laughs> lives, but still like very good stuff where uh, Sherling, I'd give like a solid four and a half looking yep. back on everything still. Uh, just so uh, weird. I think the word you're looking for so, is intense. So I kind of, intense. <laughs> I feel like Sherling gets better the more times you watch it. Totally. Too. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just such perfect comedy because it's, it's so unique, you know, like what? Well, and then it has that nice little cap at the end where it's like the monster truck guy comes in and is like, you know, I used to be in your league. And you're like, oh, yes, good, very good. The hopefulness yeah. is I just love that line where he's just like, monster trucking, it's a great sport. He's like, so sure. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And he like, and he sheds like a single tear of happiness. Like, yes, yeah. I, it is um, a good sport. Isn't it? <laughs> now, I, I think I might be alone on this, but another one that's going to get like, like the up there tier of four and a half out of five stars is men's nipples just because 
I don't know, it really stuck out in my mind as a kid, that whole men's nipples and the spit take when it's like we don't pee out of our nipples we pee out of our penises and just the <laughs> <laughs> I, she just keeps gagging yeah, yeah. uh from there like the, the very solid sketches that kind of sketch out like that stat stand out for me are uh rod torfelson mm-hmm. um yet again invades our lives a little bit we talk about having eaten constantly <laughs> i also feel like i have a false memory is this the first rod yeah, torfelson so. sketch we have yeah I believe so. Oh, see, yeah, I, I, yeah. Again, something that has invaded our lives. Totally right. Arrive Robert. having eaten. Eaten having eaten. <laughs> uh, and we never do. Please leave your dad I, out of the chat. I'm going. I'm going to also say the diptych of painting with Daryl and then Daryl and his mom are are up there for me though too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the. Which one's Ooh. better? I Can think we... the, I think the one painting with Daryl because you have him just like out of the blue. You think it's like going to be very, very vanilla. And then he's like, and we had someone uh, write in. Uh, we're going to put a tumor on his head. <laughs> I love that he puts the tumor in the reflection in the lake. And he's like, yeah. well, you don't want it to be too big. You don't want to say, hey, look at this reflection of a tumor. <laughs> you don't want to take away from the mountains. <laughs> Oh, also, I, j- I just re-listened to this one, and Hans has such a good delivery of that line where he cuts to say, um, and our cameraman, how did you put it? You said that they looked, uh, I said they looked fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so beyond the Daryl stuff, uh, Polite Axe Murderers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. The, yeah. Classic, classic Dave. Classic, like, Dave is really feeling his oats here in the third season, too, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's not... As smarmy. I don't know if smarmy is the right word, but... Uh, no, smarmy's the right word. He's not as smarmy. <laughs> he's like just... He's got a good comedic sensibility and it's shining through. Um, so that one's going to be up there for me. And, and Street Singers, even uh-huh. though I hate the tapeworm part just because I'm really grossed <laughs> out by Parasites, uh, I love that that song. And I was lukewarm on it when we recorded the episode. And since then, I just think of that. They've had a couple of nasty songs that have been like entered my subconscious that I didn't know were kids in the hall. Like the uh, when they're sitting on the bus and it goes. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Might as well eat some worms. Nobody likes us. I didn't know that was a kids in the hall thing. Yeah, it's another nobody likes us kids, but uh, I thought that was a legitimate song. It is, it is a legitimate no, that song. A, that's totally a song. Is yeah. it? Yeah, I, yeah. It's a different song. Yeah. Oh fuck! My internal narrative is very complicated. <laughs> so from from there, like the last of the last of my above four out of fives are going to be questions to Bruce. Do you remember that questions to one. Bruce? Just the ones yes. where he's like, remember, no one understands you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and I feel like what I like about that is it, it's like he's got a lot of these kind of monologue sketches. Um, and that's like the best of them, I think. It's just like unfiltered Bruce here, you know? It's very good. Yeah. Sleep is not your friend. Yeah. And it's very important to let liquor be the <laughs> wind beneath your wings. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because it feels like he's talking to us directly and we're like, yes, you know, Brucio. I'm going to do a, a plug for Bruce. Uh, so he had a book that came out maybe like five or six years ago. It's called Let's Start a Riot. And it's sort of like a collection of memoirs slash poems. Um, and it's it's all very similar to this sketch where he just is, like muses about the time that he met a girl he thought was cute and Quasi stalked her and eventually married her and things like that. You, you know. know how it is. Uh, <laughs> the time that he thought he had can- cancer of the liver, but then it turned out he was just getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, do you guys mind if I go get myself a drink? Do it quick, because Trevor's got only a couple I more. already did! Ha! That's how you do it, Trevor. Ha! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Silent boy. He muted himself, I think. Uh, so <laughs> I brought my picture to the party before we finish up, because I think this is going to be the meat of our, our, our discussion is the best ones. Okay. Um, I'm going to go down to like what I'm giving an overall four for the season wrap. Oh, which you're is getting like into the, the very good okay. stuff. No, this is still very good stuff. Four to five is good, but debatable. Eh, yeah. It's I'm a B plus maybe. Okay. So he's hip. He's, he's, uh, he's cool. He's 45. All of them just as a yep. group. Mm. yeah that's true just, that's true I was, I was struggling to like pick one out where i was like mm, i'd show this to someone and they'd get it like you really have to do it like as a group they are like sure. they are slightly evergreen 
Kalina, you were so bad at picking the like dip your toe in Kith shit though, because you'll be like, all right, guys, you need to see Zim Zam Zabi. <laughs> I oh, mean, you do man. though. Like, you do, but that's a best hard. Best looking sell. man in the world is great. Can we just, uh, since we're talking about he's hippies forty five, um, can we just uh, once again uh, record for posterity and put out into the universe, please, kids, do he's hippies cool? He's forty five or fifty five in your Amazon show where you're actually forty five or fifty five or whatever it is. I think they're in the 50s now, yeah. I think they gotta up, be, yeah. Up. yeah. Sorry to say it, but uh, he's hip, he's cool, he's 70, maybe. What's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, would, I would love to see that, hell yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so my, my, I think we already talked about mothers cheating on me. Uh, I was lukewarm on this, but like we've just kept doing it. Milka. Milka. I think part of it is is my hangover cure is to stand in front of the fridge with my pants off and drink milk out of the container. Oh, that's so disgusting. Shut up, it works. I mean Um Earthquake Tammy meets the queen. Uh, also, like pretty solid stuff, I would say. Uh, the point where she just doesn't know how to eat a pickle. That's Gold. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, the wig shop, which I like admit is not the best of like Bruce being an experimental boy, but like he's 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 trying hard. He's trying. It was a good. It's start. It was a good like initialish swing, effort. You know, he's swinging for the fences, and I like that. You know, I'm like, oh, good, yep. good ambition, Bruce. You know what, um, Trevor? You just put your finger on it there. You're right. He's swinging for the fences. He's like a slugger in baseball. He always swings hard, and he doesn't oh, always yeah. hit. And yeah. so sometimes he misses. But, like, when he does hit, then you get, you know, sausages. I, I think, you know, when we... we... I don't know, though, because Bruce, Bruce doesn't drop the ball fully. Usually, if we're lukewarm about a Bruce bit, we're still like, oh, it's good. It's just, like, we expect I more. Guess. Yeah, it's usually marked where the stuff just completely falls flat, and it's not fun. But that's just because he's he's doing blackface or yeah. yellowface. <laughs> we don't usually hate Mark's stuff just oh, for Mark's right. own, like, comedic impulses. We usually hate it because he's, like, just the designated dressing-up-as-other-races character, like, kid on the show, which... Yeah. Which actually kind of sucks for him, because they probably did that because he is the best yeah, actor. Yeah, probably, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, maybe. we've talked we've talked about how um, the Mississippi, the last Mississippi Gary bit that he does in season three, like it sucks so. It's, it's a such great a good song. song, and he does it so well, and it's such a, it's so frustrating that he's in blackface doing it because he didn't need to be. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that we're like, what if we didn't punch down? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Scott Thompson, you're listening to this, just so mad at us right now. <laughs> but I mean. Look, Mark can come on the show one day and try to defend his decisions because it was a decision I he made. I don't think he I would. Think he would. And he'll be so he'll be so charming I think exactly. about it because that's Ma- who he Mark is. Mark is the perfect person to have done this because Mark is the person who actually I think would be son of a diplomat. Of all, yeah. of all the kids, he would be able to come on and say, you know what, I I I was young and I was stupid. I wouldn't do it again now, and I understand why it's a problem. Yeah, he'll he'd apologize. What if, yeah. what if Mark doubles down on it? If Mark doubles down, that would be hilarious. No, no well, one wouldn't. <laughs> That'd be horrible. I know it'd be horrible, but like, <laughs> I think there's a couple. Uh, there's a couple honorable mentions I'd like to bring up. Uh, remember accent class? Yep. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, okay, sorry. <laughs> Classic man speaking over a woman, appropriating her ideas. I'm sorry. Don't don't blame don't blame the clown. I want to give honorable oh, mention to this. That was all right. That was, that was all right. One. Yeah. No. Just the just. You know, like, oh, blame the clown. I get it. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, the boardroom. Shit, Danny yeah. Husk is kidnapped. Uh, I forgot that was this. That's that pretty good. That was a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, I'd like to also point out. We very recently found out that Scott Thompson tried to sell a screenplay about Danny Husk, but it was a science fiction screenplay. And uh, didn't get made, but he turned it into a comic book, which we haven't read, but we'll have to order novel. it somewhere. A graphic novel. A graphic novel. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is why this is why this like podcast will never end. There's so many like derivatives oh, yeah. that we need to so review. After the after the five seasons and brain candy and the you know Everest, then and we'll, death, death comes, comes to town. To town. Then we'll review uh, Danny Husk, uh, the graphic novel. I'm assuming. Yeah. And and anything put out by Mouth Congress, of course. Oh boy, <gasps> we still need to watch oh, that documentary. Yeah. We need to watch the Mouth Congress documentary. Yeah. Um. And, and finally, I, this one, uh, like I, I just remembered, 
Uh, do you do you remember that Bruce sketch, the ascertain sketch, where oh, he's yes. just a dock oh, worker yes. and he just keeps saying words that he doesn't really need to be saying, and people are furious with him? You're Bruce in that situation. You know that, right, Trev? Fuck, am I? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, what? Yes. Wait, what are the words that I keep saying? Ascertain. <laughs> ascertain. <laughs> <laughs> No, you guys, you guys, I would just... It's the way you feel words in your mouth. I know you do. I, I just <laughs> ended this episode, and you all, the, during the recording of the episode that this sketch was in, you all accused me of being the ascertain guy because I have the verbal tics of always saying interstitial and uh, amuse-bouche. <laughs> amuse-bouche? Oh, yeah, I know, no. Yeah. Oh, all so you guys, yeah, I, I'm, I, So Hans is an ascertain boy I as well. I will allow myself to be the ascertain I hate the boy. idea that Hans's bouche would be amused. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know we just upsets me we've raided the mouths of the kids but what about <laughs> the uh kid and tellers what about our mouth i don't know if i have a great mouth to be honest S- listeners do you got the prettiest mouth <laughs> I, I got, i'm a little thin-lipped that's all i think kalina probably has the best mouth <laughs> i think mine and that's trevor's good. would be the worst i mean she's got the umbrellas to <laughs> i just want to sh- I just want to assure our listeners that Hans doesn't awkwardly hit on our one no, female co-host. Because that's, <laughs> that's what that sounded like, Hans. No. He hits on all of us equally. <laughs> yes, that's Wait, true. I, okay, so I, I want to take this for a second because Terriers came up for all of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's... I want to do a quick, I, I quick side-by-side. Terriers or the Daves I know? Ooh, they're, they're, terriers. They're part of the same universe, though. Um... No, yeah, it doesn't it's matter. Gotta be, no, it's got to be terriers. One. Yeah, terriers. For for terriers. for for die for, die die die. For me, for me, terriers. But I think for an international audience, Dave's might be a little funnier. What? No way. No, because you have, but you have French in the other. What? <laughs> what really throws it over the top for us as Canadians is that it's bilingual. But the comedy of just making a song bilingual probably doesn't make as much sense to like an american listener or or, or someone in britain no but like but like so much of the world like speaks french i think it'd be hilarious of the two breakdowns sorry of the two breakdowns that have like the weirdness the daves i know has like this dave is my mechanic i don't know him very well and compared to the terrier one where it's like worms eating your eyes like that one is a little bit the the left turn on that one is so much more. Terriers has kind of more. It goes more places and has more levels to it. Like they also have the women dancing on the grave, and then the yes. song getting interrupted <laughs> by being like, "Excuse me, women, um, you have served no purpose in this sketch. Uh, I think you should leave." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is actually know, gratuitous. So <laughs> leave. And then they do. It, just um, it bounces also between like being like gratuitously inappropriate and talking about eating corn chips and masturbating, and then and then going back to just <laughs> talking about how Yorkshire terriers probably only weigh twenty pounds, and then throwing the out the dog that isn't okay, the terrier. Okay, I, I want to. I want to do some pitches for Dave's I know too, though. Like, okay, okay, it's like you, just the little tidbits about the Dave's he knows that you get because you know it's all these other Dave's like Dave from the troop is in the song in the background but the the daves he brings up are dave hoffner he works in my dad's store he's worked there for 12 years and he'll probably work there for four more yeah man can this kid swing yeah yeah that's dave jadiski he weighs 50 pounds and he delivers my paper on time You know, you're you're pitching Dave's I know like Kalina and I pitch the Helens, which is kind of funny. You know, like you you like the small sweetness of it, uh, the the little like church basement cookie quality to it. Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, and meanwhile, we're all like, we want the hard hitting. Die, like, die, your die, eyes. die, die. Worms <laughs> exactly. <in> your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, ladies. You're scantily clad. Therefore, it's sexist. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I also love Bruce doing. <coughs> Sizzler sisters be like leave. Yeah. Yeah. Leave. I leave now. Leave. Also, he is he the, the he's the lounge manager in the strip club. Exactly. In episode 1 of season 3. Which is great. Looking at our notes, <laughs> I just realized that that episode with the chicken lady is a chicken strip club. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I wrote that, I wrote oh, I yes. wrote that in to our notes because I That's thought it was very, very funny. Good. Yes. You very did good. good. You did good, Hansy boy. 
All right, let's move on to lowlights. What were the media stinkers for you, to use a Kalina-ism? What was oh the meatiest or the stinkiest? Hey, uh, or here's, whatever here, did, I, did I coin that? Here's a thought. You did. Wow. Did you, know, right? did you know that cops sucks? I was, I was pretty <laughs> let down by the fact In that... In 2020? Cops did you know that continued. all cops' sketches are bastards? Uh, <laughs> See, you say Ake. that, but the first time it, the first time it came up in season three, we were all pretty stoked. Ake sab, Ake sab. Ake sab. All, <laughs> all, cotch, all cops bits are bad. Are bad. Ak bad. Uh, Kalina, yeah, take yeah. us home. What, what's what's your meaty stinkers for this one? Okay, well, I mean, this is I guess is pretty appropriate given the meaty stinker line, but flying pig man, like oh, all iterations. What? I don't know, and all of its. Hee hee hee. Ha ha ha. Oh, Shut up. I think <laughs> yeah. Shut up. It doesn't need to be singled out. It's not at the cops it's... level. Hey, okay, she's she's allowed to have her platform. I'm asking what hits us specifically, and I will say there's a lot of there's a lot of Bruce mouth in that one. No, cancel Kalina. Cancel Kalina. What I do not understand is why those series of sketches are so iconic. Like it's that is what baffles me and what gets me so enraged. Like if people didn't care about it and it just existed on its own, I probably wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> but everyone loves flying pig, and so therefore I have to double down. <laughs> thought crime, thought crime. I was not aware of that. I was I didn't know that that it, it's like remembered at oh, all. Yeah. Oh yeah, people no, flying pig flying is flying pig. Yeah, flying pig among the fans is pretty. But yes, I mean I, I agree. I mean police department is worse and like the low point is when they find the abandoned potato and call it in and I was yes. just like, you guys are just trolling everyone else in the troop by this point. Yeah. Yeah. The abandoned potato is the worst sketch of the entire season. But like all of the cop sketches are bad. And then there's a couple other particularly bad ones because I just really want to dunk on the cops, but worrying where Bruce is just worrying about cables in his walls or something like that sleeping I don't remember on the... that one yeah exactly they're all forgettable sleeping on the squad car shifts over a long night at the crime scene which is a three fucking parter cops oh these are all uh, cops ones i see yes, what you're they're saying. all okay. cops yeah, yeah, yeah. and then another one that's called uh, anyways but so all the, all the cops are bad but abandoned potato and worrying which were both from the same episode are the, like the low low points but um other non-cops low points i think pizza parlor um, I have You're gonna yeah. do Nev Campbell dirty oh, like that. Oh, that was a. I I don't want to fight that much about it. But yeah, it was just yeah, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like. That's it. fair. We, That's we fair. know your ideas about it, and the, the listeners who listen to that episode can go back there. The couple of Dave bits where he does on the subject of deserted islands and mustaches <laughs> are pretty boring. Just those two oh, particular ones. Right. On the subject of opera is fine, but on the subject of deserted islands, mustaches are boring. And then right. you guys also loved this one, but I thought it was a stinker, which was too small to love, um, which is where Bruce is short. And Those are some great characters that didn't, that the sketch didn't rise to the The sketch character. construction was awful. Yeah, I yeah. agree. The characters are probably pretty funny, but the I hated the sketch. But they've been, they've been in other sketches before. There's another one where I think they're in like a diner of some kind and Kevin is the, is the waiter or like the shopkeeper. And there's like, is his friend and he's trying to convince him to come out. Do you guys remember this? No. He can't be the waiter because it's Scott. Scott's done 100 waiters! It must be from season two. Anyway, continue on. And then finally, the other one I didn't care for this season was meeting Ed McMahon, if you'll recall, where they just... I had... like that one, man. Eh, I didn't. So what was that? Suck That's on that. What was that one? <laughs> that was the one where um, I believe it's Kevin and Dave have... Uh, some, like They bring Ed McMahon to their apartment, but it's not Ed McMahon. It's just like mark or something like that just being like i'm a mcmahon and they ask him all sorts of questions and he has bullshit answers and then they eventually agree that he is ed mcmahon and they're very excited to have a celebrity there in their oh. uh, saskatchewan apartment it's just all dumb right. it's dumb it's not funny <laughs> all right <laughs> any anyone else have any meaty stinkers no i was pretty was comprehensive um yeah i feel good about that the thing about this season is that like it wasn't i feel like unlike one and two it didn't feel like they flopped as often like it was pretty yes. much like ah this like really doesn't hold up or like maybe this is slightly offensive and i really feel uncomfortable but like yeah. it just it felt like even even when i was going through aside from the sort of very top winners for this season it was just like a very steady hit every episode yeah. and that was like that was different from the way we've started out i thought 
I would argue a little bit because I think it drags a little bit in the middle end of the season. Like the first start has a bunch of just indispensable sketches and the end has a bunch of essential ones. But like in the middle, it was a little bit more... Yeah, B, there, B plus. There were you know? a couple of draggy episodes, but like even yeah. they weren't like filled with bad, bad. I mean, there was only one that was probably like on the lower end of things, but yeah. um, I will it's say, a lot more consistent. I yeah. don't know if I don't know if the rest of you rank like give a rating to every single sketch from every single episode, like I do in my notes, but nope. um, but I, <laughs> but I do, and so I had to look like I mean I looked through the entire season and I was able to find let's see one two three four sketches that ranked below like a two and a half in the entire season that's Um, pretty good which is yeah i mean like i even though i'm shitting on those and one of them was pizza parlor which you guys love right so like the i don't love it well other than the i mean kalina in particular loves pizza parlor and she thinks it's the best (laughs) shut up and she has such a nice mouth too which is such a (laughs) i'm sure i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sure let me let me explain (laughs) no explanation necessary but no but you're right it's a it's a solid if there's only four other than the cops which we all you know i I think there's a couple that i might like give dishonorable mention where I don't think that I'm going to call them a meaty stinker, but do you remember the big gut guys one? That oh, one? I like that one. I didn't like it. It's, it was gross and stupid. Come on. My yeah. gut is my life. <laughs> <laughs> they do get a little bit grosser this season. Yeah. Right? yeah there were some gross. gross bits. Yeah. A little bit. Did your personal appreciation for the individual kids change this season? Cause we started off talking about who we remember who we liked going into it and how it would change over the trajectory. This is a big season for a lot of them. Did yeah. anything change for you guys? I I really came into season three. So coming from season two, I knew I had like such a newfound appreciation and love for Scott. Like I felt like they mm. were just like, I know that one of the top sketches for me in season two was Fago. I don't know why, but like yeah. that was just like a light bulb moment for me where I was just yeah. like, oh my God, like he is so brilliant. And I went back and like probably watched all of the buddy sketches yeah, and most of like the stuff that he did on his own. And I do feel like he's collaborating a lot more this season. Like there were some, like the Francesca Fiore and Bruno Punce Jones, like Dave Scott duo is just so fantastic. So I love it together. so much. But I honestly, I just, I just felt like everyone did solidly this season and it didn't feel like even... I think Bruce probably had the most monologues this time around, but it didn't feel like anyone outshone the other. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason that we rarely had any bad boys <laughs> every time that we tried <laughs> to do that segment. Cause we had nothing else to talk about. I mean, unless, Mark, Mark was unless, frequently a bad. Boy. Oh, Oh yeah. What? But like that was because he was doing inappropriate portrayals yeah. again of other cultures or ethnicity. Things like, that didn't hold up now. Yeah. yeah like, like Mississippi Gary or like the emperor of Japan. Emperor of Japan and you're Japan, like, yeah. okay. Well, and even like we dunk on Kevin a lot for having a very particular brand of comedy, but he's Kevin redeems himself this season by a lot. Yeah, I totally I think Kevin agree. Had a great yeah. Season, yeah. yeah, he but really say, like hits we his say stride. That every season. Do we no, 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 no. Do we do. We, season yes. two, we were very down on Kevin for a bit. Remember? Because oh, it was just like I believe so, yeah. I love him so much. It was all these <laughs> self-pitying sketches that were like, Kevin, please stop. But this season I don't think That's he had true. any of that. He did, yeah. I feel I feel like he really like hits his lane on this one where it's like his very particular brand of humor works better like a whole lot of milka. Oh, you got yeah. your milka you feel like I feel this awful. You get you get, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? The more we talk about it the more I I'm convinced. I like I'm with you Kalina in that there were no bad boys this season. Like this this season felt like the one where they really really hit their stride and everyone all around was solid. But the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, you know what? I'm giving best kid this season to Kevin because he did have, mm. he had some like uh, most improvedness qualities to it. But also he just, I mean, he, he didn't do any of his sad sack bits. And those are the things that always like uh, bum me out. There were f- far fewer of the sad sack bits. And when Kevin is playing his like goofy, zany characters, then he's delightful and wonderful. And he did mostly that this whole season. Or particularly like authoritative ones or like the like slip my mind bits where you just get to see him in the completely different role. Or even like the one where we've been talking about the um the comedy ink sketch where he just gets Uh. to be like exasperated but like in control, you know? Mm -hmm. Like he's flailing. 
But like he just plays that kind of straight man, like rolling your eyes person so well. But mm-hmm. I mean, I just kind watched... of like, but not just rolling your eyes because that's usually the Dave role. It's more like put upon that he's just yeah, like, that's oh, true. Yeah. Jesus Christ, again. <laughs> like, I just watched um, Exhibitions Shirling, which is not a, a sketch that like specifically features Kevin, but he's the referee in that one. And it's just, he like, he, he does all the like, wonderful mannerisms where he's like he's doing the gesture that i guess referees are supposed to signal when they replace the snake and he shouts like new snake new snake and he's like doing the weird and it's like it's such a kevin thing i can't imagine anyone else really doing it um so yeah good job kevin redeemed Yay. in my redeemed in my eyes yeah for, from my perspective like i i would say like going into this project like first season i was like bruce is my best boy uh second season i said you know i think i'm switching to dave I think this season I'm like they're tied for they're tied. It's a, it's just like a back and forth. They both did good. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Scott and Kevin were great as well. They weren't my best boy, but Mark actually went down a notch this season for me a little bit. Mm. You know what? Mm. Uh, there weren't as many good breakout Mark characters, and he's such a character-based guy. Like, Darrell yeah. is good, but yeah. that's the only one I can think of. Darrell is the only kind of new Mark character this season. Yeah, and they like... Uh, and Darrell is no one's favorite of Mark's characters. Well... Well, uh, no, I don't know. I think he might be one of my favorite Mark characters. Yeah. Like we, we you're saying him, one like of is he is he better is he better than the head crusher guy? Just yes. objectively, oh. yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say I would say like I enjoy watching Darrell sketches more than I would probably like sit through and enjoy a head crusher sketch. Yeah, and, I'm like, updating my so resume. That... I'm updating my <laughs> resume. <laughs> yeah, and like we bookend this season with like the chicken lady, but it feels very tokenistic, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's do. Uh, what about last... you, Stu? What's your? What about me? Oh yeah, yeah. You don't Stu is trying to shirk his duties. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm trying to wrangle you fucking cats into doing an episode. <laughs> 46 <Guys>. minutes <laughs> into two segments. I might yeah. have a raspberry alley cat after this. <laughs> strawberry, oh, strawberry alley cat. It's a squash <laughs> strawberry alley cat. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's very simple. No, it's because you smash them. Oh, that makes sense. It's because it's a With a, a mallet. <laughs> With a wooden mallet. Uh, I feel like, yeah, like you guys said, I feel like Dave is more redeemable in this. Like, I think Dave and Kevin really hit their stride that they have very particular outlets of comedy, but it integrates better in this season. Mm. As always, totally. Bruce tends to be more weird, which we both love because it is a weird show, which is the next segment, wink. (laughs) But, and like, he does a lot for that, but as we said, it either can land or not. Like, I wasn't crazy about the wig shop just because it felt like weird for weirdness sake. But it's it's hard to compare them. Um, I actually do really love Mark, but... As we were also saying, like, we don't have a preacher in this season. We don't have something mm. that's just, like, just a good out-of-nowhere character. Or a Lopez, you know. Yeah. Oh, God, Lopez. <laughs> Lopez! Lopez! <laughs> no! Like, we all hated hate Lopez, it. and now we say it constantly. You all, all say it. I still maintain my hatred. <laughs> you, you maintain your innocence, Hans. <laughs> yes, I I'm love pure. That. You're, you're wrong. I'm pure but like the driven snow on a glacier. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weasel out and take the agnostic path on this one and agree with you all that, like, there's no bad boys, and the things that we see are people coming into their own for comedy mm. and integrating better. Like, it's really nice to see the Dave and Scott interactions with Francesca Fiore and Bruno Ponce Jones. I'm like, we're seeing a little bit more uh, novel combinations. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree. I I feel like when you, when you see things like cops where you have sort of, yeah, like the, the Bruce and Mark dynamic, and then you always see, you know, Kevin and Dave working together. Like you kind of get a sense of like what to expect. And then once they start mixing it up this season, you get a bit more, get a bit more spice you know (laughs) oh little spicy boys they get a lot more meta in this one like the thing about they do the whole scene with scott as the waiter and they're like and by the way this is scott's 100th time playing the waiter and they're like (laughs) drop the curtain and they all you know applaud and they run the reel of all the times he's been a waiter and then they leave him on on the set to be like okay so you'll just serve this cake (laughs) (laughs) it's very true yeah so speaking of that this is a show, this is a sketch comedy show that is unlike a lot of other ones because it is so fucking weird. Really? 
Oh, really? I hadn't noticed. It is a swirl vortex of unexpected meta weirdness. <laughs> so is there a particular moment or a sketch that just like broke through to you even 25 years after that still like threw you a little bit? Yeah. Talk to me. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So Mo's obsession, like I know some of you mentioned that as one of your favorite sketches. Like it, it was like it was it was gripping in the moment. But I was like, that is just it was so weird. It's so weird. Like it still like sticks in my mind that moment where he holds up that loaf of bread and like pieces of uh, mouse droppings just fall on his face. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I know, yeah. I know it's just brown rice, but it gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> and then wig shop, which, which we've already talked about, but it's just like, it's like a black and white nightmare where Mr. Man ends up wearing a squirrel that he killed for looking at him with a weird wig, wig with a wig on. But like, it's just, it, yeah, like you said, it feels like weird. No one can know. For weird sake. And it is very much like, I just discovered David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the the Scott clones himself one. That's that's where his like he goes on vacation and he clones himself, and then the clone like glitches and starts coming on to other cast members, which the kids <laughs> find both flattering and like very very traumatic. Oh, which um, is also a nice segue to the other one where it's like um scott's like i'm in love with someone from this troupe and they all go through sequentially being like well it's obvious <laughs> i like how i like how when it cuts to kevin he's like it could couldn't be, be me. me and then scott's like no he's like of course it's not me i don't know of course it, of course it. Why would <laughs> but that, that's funny that's funny that you mentioned that so we have that one we have this one the vacation clone and then i think closer to the end we have uh the bit where scott's saying that he is just in love with parts of all the other kids yeah oh, yeah that's right yeah. he tries to stitch him he wants to stitch him together or something but, yeah. the, but the absolute weirdest one for me, and, like, not for production value like the wig shop, but just for, like, what the fuck value was executive spank grandfathers. <laughs> like, that is, so, again, like, that's where Gerald and Gerald can't meet for their business lunch until they finish punishing their elderly <laughs> grandfathers for bad photocopying and mm-hmm. using the vacuum as a toy. Like, who thought of that? Like, I just, like, honestly didn't see it coming, and I was left speechless, and I'm trying to, like, explain why it's weird, but... Everyone who just like hears executive spanking grandfathers gets it. I don't have to say anything else. That whole that whole <laughs> episode, if you'll recall, too, had like just a lot of elderly content in it because that was also the one that had not now Murray with the old like the old gentleman <laughs> like getting Murray. like shouted to go back into the into the back room and stuff like that. It was just I don't know for some reason they had to they had to uh, process some some feelings about the elderly in that episode. I guess. Anzi <laughs> yeah. boy, how are you feeling? Um, I, yeah, I mean, those ones are definitely some of the weird ones, but like, we also don't sleep on the fact that some of our favorites were also weird ones as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like man's nipples and, uh, and like the man boobs one or whatever. Same episode too. Same episode. Yeah. I mean, that whole, that whole episode had a couple of weird bits. Um, <laughs> Scott, could you, could, 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 could you look at my body real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were very nice breasts too, as I recall Dave's, mm-hmm. Dave's breasts in that sauna. Um, but uh, yeah, another one that I liked that I already mentioned, though, the weird since fired where the it's a fact girl's uncle is just wearing lingerie and saying strange things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also oh, sorry, I'm I'm uh... <laughs> drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I was trying to look through and see if there were any other ones um, that uh, jumped out at me. But those are those are the ones that. Oh, fuck. I've. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I falling, mean, it's falling apart save me i would bring up the like i said the scott's a waiter one because it starts as a mm-hmm. sketch that you can kind of see where it's going and get the premise and it's like the dude who doesn't get things okay slow down hold on you lost and it's just me. like bruce not you lost me <laughs> and then it cuts into this weird thing where it's like oh scott you're always playing this fucking role and he does it with such delight too like <gasps> already <laughs> And he's just so happy about it. Yeah. There's some line he has where he's just like, I couldn't have done it without all the rest of you writing me these tiny little, little <laughs> one line <laughs> roles. Yeah. These insignificant little parts. <laughs> yes, that's right. Trevor, do you have any that stuck out to you? It was just like really strange. You know, what are we talking about when we're talking about strange? Because like wig shop, like Kalina mentioned, is obviously like intentionally strange. Yes. But then there's like stuff where it's like, it's strange and it's just their nature, you know, where it's like, I yeah. think the Terrier song more embodies that where it's like, that's more what the, the DNA of the kids is about. It's, he's, it's not Bruce trying to be kind of a little bit weird. It's just, it's a little bit weird. And that's what makes it funny. He, he mm-hmm. just had that come out of him. Not like he was trying to be David Lynch, you know? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I love that. Because, well, like, when you compare sketch shows, you're be like, okay, you got SNL, you got Mad TV, mm. and you got Kids in the Hall, and their kids is so different. Yeah, totally, like it, just, yeah. It, it has this weirdness. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's got, like, that stuff, and, you know, like, the internet's made every us desensitize everything, but if you don't have Kids <laughs> in the Hall, you, like, don't have, like, the really weird stuff like the Tim and Eric's, you know? Like, that, yeah. that, that stuff had its ground paid, like, the way it was paid for by this show. Yes, I mean, I think the, the closest comparison is probably Mr. Show. Oh, Mr. Show, like, followed this by a couple of years. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that's a more straightforward show a lot of the times, too, you know? Like, it's... Uh, yeah. It whines, I, I, but... I think it has a lot in common with Kids in the Hall in terms of, like, how it plays with the audience and expectations. Sure. True. More so than, like, Stuart Smalley is weird. Yes. Get it? Yes. <laughs> He's weird. All right. Tell me about your absolute favorite sketch from the season. This is Desert Island. You can pick I, only one. It's going to be Terrier song for me. Like, it's Terrier song. I think that one Who might is, yeah. win for the entire series for me, though. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's let's, possible. let's carve that in stone because you're hell to it. I wanted to defend <laughs> Dave, but Dave's I know, too. But those those two are like basically the ones that I don't know why I like musical comedy. Basically, I guess we should get yeah. matching tattoos of terrier faces. And then <laughs> underneath they we should have in like that tattoo script. Terriers weigh 20 pounds. <laughs> yes. Weren't we thinking about getting a shitty tattoo for Trevor's We were going to get salty ham, yeah. We were going to get salty hams, right? <laughs> we were going to oh. get, like, the ham that's on fr the front of the Shadowy Men from a Shadowy Planet uh, album. With the a ton of ham. salt being poured on it, yeah. Yes, totes. Okay, so well, I, I agree. stupid people. No, because no, we didn't get it done. <laughs> we're Yet. stupider for that. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, no. Um, wasn't it that Trevor's wife wouldn't let us give him a tattoo? But we well. tried to get him drunk and be like, she doesn't know all your body. <laughs> <laughs> you got I, many okay. crevasses you could hide it i know we can pick only one but i'm just gonna go in descending order of top three Kay. then like stereo bargain like not now murray so <laughs> amazing and i just yeah. i love the dave bruce playoff there where he's like a, a dollar i'll get it for a dollar <laughs> he's like no um so that that is i was surprised when i went through that that it couldn't get any higher, but that's only because there is girl drink drunk and then terrier song and terrier song mm -hmm. obviously wins out a hundred percent. That's fair. Hans. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be, it's a toss up, but it's gotta be either girl drink drunk or terrier song for top of the season. I'm going to go with terrier song. It's yeah. It's got too yeah. many good stick with you kind of bits, but if I was going to pull a, a, a Kalina, I would go terrier <laughs> song then girl drink drunk and then i would okay. probably go marriages after that oh interesting you know, all right terrier's terrier song is so compact that I, I think like the genesis of this was that kalina has been for over a decade now working on like a playlist of like the kids in the hall sketches she tries to show people <laughs> to like it's get true. them into the into the show and like if you left terriers off of that list it would be oh, a bad yeah. list and also, yes. when Colleen and I first met, she'd never seen Terriers before. I know. It Whoa! blows my mind. That's wild. That's insane. So it just, like, it tickles me that much more because it feels relatively new. Like, I haven't known it since I was five. And I'm sure I did, but, like, I don't get why it wouldn't have stuck in my head. Blows my mind. S slip my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All right. I'll tell you what mine is, but I need a second to set up. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I know what's coming. I'M JUST LOOKING FOR PAPER CLIPS! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Tell this us, is... which is your favorite drink? That's, that's the real question. Is what's it my favorite like... drink? Oh, yeah. oh no, that, he was saying Girl Drink Drunk is his favorite. Oh, oh what's my favorite drink from the, from the thing? <laughs> yeah. No, no, what's your favorite <laughs> yeah. sketch from the season? <laughs> No, no, I'm asking drink in the sketch, Hans. This is going poorly. My favorite drink from the sketch... I mean, I was actually quite fond of the chocolate choo-choo. That's also really, really fun to say. Uh, yeah, how, what, is nice. what does the chocolate choo-choo taste like? Uh, chocolate? Like a, like a shitty martini, honestly. <laughs> uh, my favorite drink from them... I actually am really fond of a pina colada. 
Nice. We don't we don't know for it's sure good. that he's drinking a pina colada. It's just a drink and a coconut. It's yeah. We can assume. Yeah. We can read between the lines. There, yup. There's a there's a couple like there's a couple drinks in that sketch that are very difficult to figure out if they're like a real drink or not. Too like the 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 bourbon bugs blood seems like a made up thing. The Tahitian tiki or Tahitian tiki I don't think is a real drink either. Yet. Yeah. Well, um, well. <laughs> can I just say I'm really disappointed because we asked Stu what his favorite sketch was, and he was like, I need a second to set up for this. And I was certain he was going to go fetch his guitar and start playing the Terrier <laughs> song for us. And then, and then he just and then he just shouted about paper clips from the background and we moved along. And I'm like, no, I wanted I wanted Stu to dance, boy, dance. But how how is that not perfectly in keeping with the spirit of the sketch that it was like you expected something good from me and instead <laughs> yeah. I got drunk in a supply closet. I, I <laughs> Guys, I feel awful about it. I tell you what I'll do. I'll edit five episodes for you. This this, this season is actually pretty interesting in the sense that like uh, Terriers and Girl Drink Drunk were pretty much unanimous that those are the top contenders. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Well, there's, I'm trying to think. Dave's, strong I know, Dave's I know I think would have been all of our tops that season, uh, I think. I can't remember. Unless Kalina went with like a Simon and Hecubus bit, which is I think she well, did. that was yeah. a bad choice. <laughs> Another then. alien spoon sketch. <laughs> All right, stop alienating each other, kids. <laughs> That's it for season three. We will be Woo-hee! hitting the kith mines, Woo! searching for those dank, dank visuals. We'll miss you because it'll take forever until we do season four. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Kith and Tell Pod. Weigh in on your favorite sketch, enjoy some delightful gifts. Thank mm-hmm. you once again for listening to Kith and Tell. Yeah. Bravo. 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 All right, everybody, say goodbye. But you gotta say bye. What? You gotta say bye with me. Bye. 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 Because I just love the idea of spanking grandpas.